Always faithful patriots. These are the people I'm talking to today. Always faithful patriots. I posted a replay yesterday on the Patriot Cause. The very first episode that aired on August the 13th. I replayed it on yesterday. And I said I would actually replay episode 2 which describes who the enemy is, but I want to go a little bit deeper. I'm going to bring a little bit of episode two in this, but we got a big show because today a lot of things, October 22nd, happened. And part of those things that happened is this. Best governor on the economy report. Flashback to March of 2020. No moral politicians. This is what it is. They have no morals. No moral politicians. And the Dems boycott Amy Coney Barrett, which is the bonehead of award for today. The Dems and their absolutely insane Marxist ideas in our House and in our Senate today. Question, are you leading? Are you following? If not, get the hell out of the gunny's way. Stand by, Big Show. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. When I started this podcast, my intent was to get the conceptual idea of what Marxism and communism is and how it has infiltrated our country. That's what the enemy is. Marxism and communism, period. You can label anything that's going on in this country and you can always point it back to Marxism and communism. So I want to play a portion of episode two of The Patriot Cause when we talk about the enemy. So the type of enemy that we're facing today is really no different than our American heroes, patriots, and civilians did when they were fighting in World War II. I know, Gunny, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, they had lots of bullets and artillery and airplanes, and they were shooting at us all the time, and we could die any given moment. But what I'm getting at is this. The cause that we are fighting for, liberty, is the same. And we must step up to the patriot cause as they did back then. So here's what we're up against. Here's what we're facing. Since the 1960s, a war has been raging. It's not a war between armies or nations. It is a war of ideas. It is being fought between the values of the Enlightenment, the early 1900s, which has built Western society into this great civilization that we have today. 
it's up against the values of Marxism and anarchists. Although traditional Marxism or classical Marxism has been effectively extinct since the 90s, now we have cultural Marxism as it spreads like a disease through every aspect of Western society, threatening to become the society crashing down point. This is what's taking the society down. In a nutshell, this is the enemy inside the wire. So today, Western politics, education, and even the popular entertainment are saturated with Marxism values. There's an atmosphere of authoritative intolerance for honest disclosure and freedom of speech. That's a huge issue of what we're face, facing with. This intolerance. Intolerable people controlling government, entertainment, education, the whole gamut. So that was August of 2020 when I described what the enemy was. But there's a lot more to it. A lot more to it. More and more I dig in, I understand what is actually happening. And the people that we trust or elect that we think that we trust, we have confidence in them that they're going to do the right thing. Texas is a great example of that. It's a great state. It's a great economy. However, there is an enemy in the wire, and it's the governor of the state of Texas. And what I want to do is introduce to you what is an absolute rhino, Republican in name only, because this man wants to be the president in 2024, and I can prove it time and time again as it relates to what this person determines for his state is he's thinking he's going to get the support to become the president. So let's go into the details about Governor Abbott of Texas. There was a report that came out by the Epic Times, which is a absolutely awesome organization with the truth. Texas Abbott rated best governor on economy COVID response. And this is the report by Emil Akin on October 22nd, which is today. Greg Abbott of Texas topped the list due to his commitment to fiscal conservatism and free market policies. The report by Alex stated Brian Kemp of Georgia and Christy Noam of South Dakota ranked second and third, respectively. All three are Republicans. What you don't know is the rest of the story. Christy Nome of South Dakota never shut down her state. Not one second did she shut down the state. Governor Abbott is a rhino of the best kind. And he's pushing for the presidency. He shut the state down. Absolutely shut it down. But yet, they're awarding him as the number one economy changing of the country. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. We had a protest last weekend telling Texas to open the state. 
Why would we have thousands of people show up to the governor's mansion to protest to open the state if he supposedly makes the top list of an economy of a state? Because it's a lie. Simply a lie that is being driven again by the politicians and the individuals that want to have power in this country. And I'm telling you right now, Christy Noam is a politician exceptional because she cares about her people in her state. And she supported the people in her state and she did what the people wanted to do. And they're a lot better off than Texas is. So you think about that for just about a minute. And that's all it takes because that's what politicians are. It's about the power that they have to wield on the citizens instead of the citizens telling them that we have the power. We have the decision authority. You tell us, give us the facts, give us the science. We make the determination of what is right in our state. And that's exactly what Christy Noam did in South Dakota when she didn't shut the state down. If Christy Noam is this great politician, didn't shut the state down, then what is driving her decision not to, to close the state? To not shut it down? Well, let's go back to the flashback of March of 2020. Health experts predict up to 200,000 COVID deaths in the U.S. if we do things almost perfectly. And that's from the Federalist, October 22nd, Kyleen Zimple. There's no reason people should be walking around with a mask. Who said that? In March of 2020, Dr. Anthony Fauci said on 60 Minutes back in March, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a droplet, but it's not proven to be a perfect protection that people think that it is. Now, mask wearing is one of the top recommendations by the CDC, and mask mandates are prevalent. Uh, yes. Let's talk about this. Mandates. Texas. Still under a mandate. Lots of states still under mandate, but who is it? South Dakota. I rest my case. Many health professionals, however, have recently called for an immediate end to the lockdowns while protecting vulnerable populations, yes, old people, older populations, and people with known health issues are subject. Absolutely understand that. To establish herd immunity, herd immunity to this virus. That's what's important. That's why South Dakota, South Dakota has become the prime state of this herd humidity and has squished this virus because she understood exactly at the time what Fauci was saying. But politicians and the left and fear-mongering has drove this country to the ground. 
That's the enemy. Marxism, communism, and the politicians. You are not the enemy. You're the real people with the real truth, the real lives, the real businesses. That's why it's hypocrisy at its best. Absolute hypocrisy. So speaking about hypocrisy, article from the town hall. And again, this is from today. Hypocrites, don't know if that's a word, but it's hypocrites, stop lecturing the rest of America. Absolutely agree. You need to shut the crap up and let us determine our lives. The headlines grow more disgusting and frankly more unbelievable with each passing day. Jeffrey Tobin, a columnist from the New Yorker, was suspended earlier this week and placed on leave from his gig as a chief legal analyst for CNN. Do I need to say any more? Well, I will, because I'm a gunny, and I can say, after he was allegedly observed masturbating during a Zoom call with some of his colleagues from the magazine and from WYNC Radio. Unsurprisingly, Tobin has become an objective of derised and but of countless jokes. I wonder why masturbating on a Zoom channel. Why in the world would you not get jokes? But I'm going to throw this in the moral category. Politicians and the media have no freaking morals. They don't understand what is real and what is fake and what world we're living in. We're living in a moral society that was built based upon God's people and God's moral. How in the world can you expect people of this country to accept you if you're going to do this crap on a Zoom call? However, not everyone has piled on. CNN anchor Brian Shelter dedically referred to the incident as an accident. Accident. So Jeffrey Tobin had an accident. He accidentally masturbated on a Zoom call. Yes, think about it. During which Tobin exposed himself and warn readers that Tobin has been sidelined as a pivotal moment in the runner-up to the president election. Because certainly, Tobin's unavailability to join the team ranking President Donald Trump over the coals, what's really important? So the issue is not the fact that he did this masturbation on Zoom, right? The argument is this individual is not with the team. He's not with the CNN team. So I'm going to say it. You heard it over and over again. Cancel. Cancel. So if you don't fall in line and agree that the CNN world, you're going to be canceled.
What he did, according to them, is not wrong. According to CNN, it's not wrong what he did. But he is not being part of what CNN is trying to get out. He's not part of the narrative against Donald Trump. That's the issue. It's not an issue of whether you agree with morals. It's an issue whether you agree with what the world and CNN and MSNBC and the rest of them tell you how to be. Absolutely insane what is happening. No fiber left in the media. No absolute truth left in the media. So when somebody gets sidelined that is on the big media, they cancel them. But they're not canceling them for what they did. They're canceling them because they're not against the President of the United States. Except what he did, except the fact that he had the Zoom meeting, except the fact that it was an accident, he accidentally did what he did on the Zoom meeting. I, I, don't, I don't have any words. What can you say to a situation like that? Can you accidentally have morals? Someday you're good, next day you're bad, and it's okay. Nope. Foundation. You either are or, or you are not a human being. If you're not a human being, then you're a discussion, disgusted, moral, deleted individual in this society, and you're bringing everybody with you including those in the media that says, oh, you're not even good enough to be immoral because you didn't bring Donald Trump with you when you did that immoral act. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to shift to the Bonehead Award. But it's going to be a little bit different because good news with this video, very good news with this video and the soundbite that you're going to hear. However, there's some boneheads that follow up with this. I really find this interesting because it's from a CBS channel in Raleigh, Durham, Fayetteville, North Carolina area, which is highly, highly Democrat blue area. But I have to agree. Maybe they understand what morals is. Maybe they understand what the truth is, even though they're CBS, it's a local channel, thank God, and listen to what they say and report on Amy Coney Barrett. President Trump's pick for the Supreme Court moved one step closer today to getting on the nation's highest court. Yes, Crystal, Chris Martinez reports Judge Amy Coney Barrett is not getting any help from Democrats. But uh, we did it. We did it. Judge Barrett's going to the floor. Republicans on the Senate Thank Judiciary you. Committee voted unanimously in favor of moving forward with the Supreme Court nomination of Judge Amy Coney Barrett.
Judge Amy Coney Barrett is one of the most impressive legal minds in the United States. She was arguably the most impressive judicial nominee that I've ever seen in any of these hearings. Mr. Blumenthal. Notably absent, all 10 Democrats on that committee. They boycotted the vote and placed posters of constituents in their seats, who they say would lose health care coverage without the Affordable Care Act. They call the confirmation process a sham, playing out during an ongoing election and ahead of an upcoming Supreme Court case on the ACA. The Senate Republican majority is conducting the most rushed, the most partisan, and the least legitimate nomination to the Supreme Court in our nation's history. We believe that both the Affordable Care Act and Roe v. Wade could be lost. Outside the Capitol, other opponents of Barrett's nomination gathered in protest. The appeals court judge met again with Republican senators ahead of today's vote. The full Senate is expected to vote on Monday, meeting the GOP goal of having the conservative judge sworn in before Election Day. Michael George, CBS News, New York. So like I said, there's some good news with that. CBS News, New York. Unbelievable, right? Absolutely unbelievable. There is some morals, fibers with these CBS News guys in New York. But let's take this and break it down. The Republicans in the Senate are using a clause that is very seldom used in this country. And they're describing Amy... Coney Barrett as an impressive legal mind. Because she is. She proved it. That whole week, she proved what morals she has based upon what God give her. That's the morals that we're talking about. So that's the good news on this whole piece, this whole clip that we just heard. But that's all the good news is. That's it. The bad news, or the bonehead part of this, is Chuck Schumer and Dianne Feinstein. Which, by the way, Chuck Schumer is from New York. New York. So obviously he didn't get the moral gene that the rest of them did at the CBS reporters did. So what is the big issue here? Nothing. There is no issue here. Constitution, president, election judge. What else can I say? They have no grounds whatsoever. And they bring morals in this. Oh, not the real morals. Not the morals of life. Not the morals of freedom. Not the morals of peace. Not the morals of the United States, but the morals of politicians. That's what this is all about. And then you had protesters. They go out there and protest what happened today. Not a single one of those protesters showed their face. They had all kind of masks, everything on them because they're hiding. How in the world can you have any kind of morals to support anything you're saying if you're hiding behind masks in the conversation? If you want to see the gunny, you want to see people, you want to see people with morals, they're not going to have masks on it. 
And that includes the COVID mask. Because we have morals. We believe in a God and we believe in justice and we believe in a system that the United States was formed on. So to be a protester against the U.S., I guess I just got to cover up, put my little snake mask on so they don't know that I'm there, and then I can protest. So all the protests were fully disguised. Fake CNN, fake protest, protesters. Got nothing more to say about that. If you're going to protest this country, show your face, stand up for what you believe in, and then we can talk about it and maybe we can resolve the issue. But as long as you're hiding, not only you're hiding what you're protesting, you're hiding yourself because that's the only way you can protest. This is the gunny. Stand up. Show up. Speak up. Without a mask. Without covering your face. This is the gunny out.